Hello, everyone. This is Lizard. And this is Panda. And this is episode seven of Lizard and Panda Take on Cinema. Woo! Woohoo! And we actually have a special guest that a lot of you have heard a lot about if you've been listening to our podcast. And that is my husband, Brian! Yay! Yay! Yay. <laughs> Hi, Brian. Hi. Hi, Hi, Brian. Brian. Hi, 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 Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to episode seven, Brian. I am welcomed. <laughs> uh, uh, where are all my movie news? I wrote them all down. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh! Oh! The trailer for uh, the, 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 um, the, 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 the Northman. North yes. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> By Robert Eggers, who did The Witch. And also The Lighthouse. I love The Lighthouse so much. And I love The Witch so much. Yes. Like, that was, and also, because uh, I wrote down everybody, because again, I'm horrible with names. Mm-hmm. I have to write these all down. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen the trailer yet? Okay, we'll have to show you during one of our pauses. Yes. It's, it looks really good. Okay. And I'm excited. Okay. But we have Nicole Kidman, Alexander, Alexander Skarsgård, mm-hmm. uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, yes. Willem Dafoe, Ethan Hawke, and many, many more. Basically, it's... Bjork? What? Yeah, Bjork. Yes, the the guy in the where the mass singer Ken is Ken always saying would be like so proud. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's Bjork. Yeah, she's in there. Oh shit, I did not know that. Yeah, she's uh like in, in the middle of the trailer. It's like a, a pale face witch. Oh, that's her. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I did not know that. Well, I'm gonna have to just watch the trailer again with Brian, so it's all good. Yeah. But I'm I'm excited. It's ba- literally a like revenge saving movie with vikings yes and i love vikings and i'm excited to see what robert egger does with it especially knowing his lighting style oh absolutely because he uses natural light yeah oh i can't wait if you ever see the witch brian like you'll notice that there's like no real there's no like artificial artificial lights or anything like that it's all candlelight sunlight moonlight Hmm. it's it's awesome you'll need to see that movie but yes, I'm super excited about that. And also, we have official runtime for Scream 5, which is an hour and 54 minutes and 9 seconds. Ooh. Yes. Hmm. I'm like, all right, all right, I can do this. I feel like that that works out better, so that if way it's not too long. you sit through a Marvel movie, you can sit through this. Exactly, exactly. Uh, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> if you can sit through Lord of the Rings over and over the again. The extended versions. Yes. You can sit through this. <laughs> exactly. And then, I don't know if you saw that the Golden Globes nominations are out. Ooh, are they? Yes, they are. I only wrote, I, okay, I wrote down a decent amount, but I'm obviously not going to say all of them because, mm-hmm. no. But I didn't it, write anything down. Yeah, no, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we have Dune, King Richard, Don't Look Up, which I have not seen, but I am very curious about that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Tick, Tick, Boom is uh, yes, on there. It. Absolutely. Um and then we also have, like, different actors and actresses, like Jennifer Lawrence, Will Smith, Andrew Garfield, and Tick, Tick, Boom, to be specific, because that movie is fantastic. Uh, Anthony Ramos for In the Heights. Mm. He's on the list as well. And they haven't actually said if they're going to have, like, a whole showing about the Golden Globes, because apparently there was a whole shabacle of not having, like, what I think black, like, people of color voters, mm. I think it was. So I don't, I don't know if it's actually going to show or anything like that. But whatever. I'm curious to see who wins. Yes. Um, we all saw Sp- 
Yeah. No spoilers, don't it, worry. Obviously. Everybody who knows me knows how a stickler I am for spoilers. I've been threatening multiple times if anybody spoiled before I saw it. Captain America's in the movie. Oh no, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, guys, Spider-Man is in the movie. <gasps> yep, I said it. I said it. Gasp. <gasps> but it is so good. It is so good. And if you if you guys don't want any spoilers, I would just try to watch it in theaters. And the Easter egg at the end is Mephisto. <laughs> we're on a time limit because we will eventually talk about it. Eventually, yes. yes. It will come out. And yeah, I because it's so I'd good. I'd say about four months. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I think so. I'd say about four months. So in... Because uh, you figure... Eight, it, what, what, March? Mm-hmm. About Mar- March, well, eight, March, April. Well, because March is three months. So April is four it's months. December. Yes, January, February, March, April. I said four months. Yes. Three. Four months from now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see how much of a brain I have. <laughs> but we love you. Um. So yeah, the movie at this point is reaching 300 million. Yeah. I think it's like second opening weekend after Endgame. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it is so good. And I want to talk about it to so many people, but I can't. I know. Oh, so worth it, though. We are seeing it again, though. All yes. together. With Kenny. Yes. Your brother. Indeed. Because I think that that would be a fun time. The trailer for um, Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore, released. Dumbledore! Last week? <laughs> Last week. I did watch it today, actually. Oh. I finally watched it. It looks interesting, but again, uh, it, the whole series is a little wonky. Yeah, like, I don't understand how it's Fantastic Beasts, and yet we're not really getting much Fantastic Beasts now. Yeah. It's now turning into a Dumbledore, Grindelwald story, and I'm kind of like, eh. And they, then the whole Johnny Depp situation, we all know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. And, Same yeah, movie, you, different name. If you can. It just, it's turning into a completely different story. For, like, no reason. But same, like. Most characters from, you know, Harry Potter and the mix and match. They had to change the name, probably. I don't even know anymore what they're doing. But it looks interesting. I probably won't see it in theaters. I mean, I'm not going to lie. You do get to see a couple beasts. Now, I won't see it opening. Just a couple times. I don't know. We'll see how I feel. Maybe yeah. I'll see if you go and see it in theaters, then I'll find out your opinion, and then I'll go from there. Actually, that was, like, literally my next thing on here was Fantastic Beasts, the trailer. No. You'll get you reading my mind. Uh, I feel out of the loop. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. Take your time. I'm sorry. You finally saw Venom. Let there be carnage. Yes, let there be carnage. It was. It was okay. Like. We'll still wait a couple months to talk about that too. I guess. I don't. October. Yeah. Didn't it just come out like last month? October. Or two months ago? Agnomer. Oh, <laughs> For some reason, Don't. my mind went to, it's October. It's I was thinking that you were saying that right now it's October. It's and I didn't yeah. even question it. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, it's October. Oh, God, I'm losing my mind. Okay, I didn't, so January. January, you're probably safe. I will yeah. say, though, I was not huge a fan of Carnage itself. Like, I felt like that that was kind of on the more cheesy side. And I would have enjoyed more of actual Carnage. Yes. I mean, it was a very short movie. It, it really was. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't realize how short it was until I looked it up. Like, 
an hour and a half, maybe? Yeah, somewhere around About there. that? Like, a lot of animated movies aren't even that short. Yeah, no. But I still enjoyed Venom and uh, Eddie. That was still a great little mix right there. Mm-hmm. Because I did enjoy that. And the end credit scene. Yes. The implications! The implications. The implications! <laughs> um, oh. Did you see that they changed... Sorry, Brian. Uh, Should I have gone higher? Replication. <laughs> or is that lower? That's lower. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they changed Punisher's uh, emblem. Punisher. Did they? In the comics. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a weird, like, uh, kind of looks like one of those, like, satanic uh, skulls with the, the, the horns coming up on the side. They did it because they wanted to stay away from, like, the older controversial people using the Punisher symbol. It's their symbol. Why are you changing it? Yeah, I know. I uh, I know I see, like, that skull all the if time. If it ain't broken, don't fix it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I, I will say, I see, like, that skull randomly on people's trucks and stuff, and I think Punisher, and then I realize, no, it's not Punisher, it's something else. Yeah. Which, meh. Did you actually see that uh, Kevin Smith and the Russo Brothers are going to be doing, like, a 10-part series of a documentary about Marvel and DC? Really? Yeah. It's going to be on uh, the Roku channel, Slugfest, um... which I, I'll figure out how to watch it. So if you have a Roku... You're lucky. I'll figure out how to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it has to come out somewhere else. But I'm curious. And also, they'll talk about, um, I think specifically also, how the battle, basically, between Marvel and DC. Mm-hmm. Which, like, alright, fine. If you like one better, that is perfectly fine. But there's no nothing wrong with liking both. Yes. It's like both. the whole Star Trek versus Star Wars. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with liking both. I don't understand the controversy. Like Marvel and DC? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else I had. Oh, we have another one. The 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 Batman director Matt Reeves. Do you know where he got his inspiration for Bruce Wayne in Kurt this movie? Cobain. Yes, yeah. Kurt Cobain, who was sadly taken from us when he was murdered. Sorry, that was my conspiracy theory coming out. And he was actually because he listens to music when he writes, mm-hmm. and he was like, uh, he was writing uh, something in the way by Nirvana when he was writing one of the acts. And that's when he got the inspiration. Ooh. I'm like, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Between like it that and the uh, Zodiac. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And mm. the Black Phone movie was pushed back mm. from, uh, what was it? Uh, it was going to be in February, but now it's going to be in June of next year. Damn. Yeah. I was like, that's a decent push. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious about that movie, so I might see that one in theaters. Um, this one makes me very excited. Um, Blue Beetle will no longer be on HBO Max. It's going to be released in theaters. I did see that. And that makes me so happy because it's the first Latino superhero Mm -hmm. to have their own theatrical release. I feel like I might actually get fucking emotional. I wouldn't blame you. Yeah, watching that movie. I wouldn't blame you. Panda. Yes. You said a word. What did I say? I don't know if they can hear you. Oh. Basically, in other words, Brian called out Panda for cursing after my mom yelled at him the other day for cursing. And if I did misread that, then that's on me. (laughs) You're welcome. That that was funny, though. (laughs) You have to admit, mom yelled at you. (laughs) I know. I I saw it coming. Yeah, you know you did. 
As soon as I realized she was downstairs, I was just like, oh, Danny's going to get yelled at. As that wonderful song, he had it coming. He had it coming. He had it coming. He only had himself to blame. Love that song. Anyway, back to business. But yes, I did see that, and that it, I I saw that, and I was just like, I feel like Danny's gonna be very excited about yes. this one because yes. yes, everything that you just said. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we get we get your feelings. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. I wish I was a Marvel character, but baby steps. Baby yes. steps. We're getting there. I can't think of like you know besides newer characters. You, you don't want to become it to become the next Ryan Reynolds. Hmm. Oh yeah. Sorry, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh, he knows that he was done fucked over by... But that's what they get for trying to rush him into certain things. Green Lantern. Uh, that was more so like the script and producers that kind of... Well, yeah, but it seemed rushed. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, not even. They started filming and there were scenes that weren't even done writing when yeah. they were in well, the middle yeah. of filming. Yeah. Not on my on, of... my on my aspect of it, it seemed rushed. Mm-hmm. That's me. Mm-hmm. I read the original script. It was actually slightly better, but a lot stupider. Yeah, it sounds about right. So I do have to say the only good thing about that movie was probably the villains. Not even. I, I like them better. Oh. <laughs> Sinestro was the best part of that movie. Yeah. Like, it, not talking about like outside, like relationship-wise, because we all know Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. That was the only good thing that came out of that movie. But <laughs> actual story-wise, uh, Mark Strong as Sinestro was... I no, like I it. agree with that one. Oh, and also, uh, the director of Shang-Chi, Destin Daniel Cretton. Cretton? Yeah, sure. Uh, he wants Jackie Jackie Chan to play in the yes. sequel. <laughs> Which I would totally be down for that. Who would he play, though? I, I don't know, but I'll take him as anything. I'm trying to think of what other characters... I don't know. We'll have to look into that. Yeah. It could also be a bad word. Cretan. Oh, and Kick-Ass is getting a reboot. <laughs> I heard about with that. With the original director, Matthew Vaughn. I don't Ask know how kick. I feel about that. Because I actually do like the first movie. I like the first movie. was not really a fan of the second one. It had its moments. It had its moments, but in all, I was like, eh. But the first one I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's usually the first one that's usually the better one. Well, yes. That's As true. we all find out. And never, ever make sequels to my favorites. (laughs) There are, like, sequels that aren't bad. Mostly the ones that come to my head are, like, horror movies. If they made an Else 2, I would never watch it. Mm. I'm not even excited about Hocus Pocus getting a sequel. Like, I'm worried about it. I'd probably watch it if if it were, like, Elf 2 or something like that. If it was not Will Ferrell. Mm. But... I can only enjoy him in spurts. Mm. Same. Same here. Cowbell. Or specifically Cowbell. <laughs> um, so, Kingsman director, uh, Matthew Vaughn. Yes. I still want to see that. Wants to one. both reboot Wolverine for the MCU, and he has his perfect um, casting for who he wants to play as Wolverine, which is Taron Egerton. Not surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At this point, I I would I think I think I maybe I think I'd be okay with that. I mean, I'm still yes. stuck on Hugh Jackman because you know mm-hmm. 
He it's did like, wonderful. Yes and no, because I want to see him as a human torch. Yeah, I can see him as a human torch more. But you know who I actually want as Wolverine? Yeah. And a lot of people will look at me weird for saying this. Shia LaBeouf. Is he LaBeouf? Interesting. That's an interesting pick. Yeah, that's definitely different. Mm-hmm. He would have Not to do a lot expect. of working out for that role. Have you seen him oh, recently? Oh, yeah, he oh. can do that. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture. I mean, a man committed to a tattoo for a movie actually getting a tattoo of it on his body. Okay, these two pictures right here. Look at him right there. Yep. Mm. Right? And then look at him. Wait. Yeah, that is the room. That was a possum. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that from a music video? Yeah, that's from Sia. But still, the expression right, right there. Right. And you can you already know he knows how to play unhinged. Oh, absolutely. He is unhinged. Yes. <laughs> I would love to see him as Wolverine. I honestly would love to see I him. Mean, I mean, I would definitely talking, be down with that. suit or are we talking... Hugh Jackman Wolverine. It'll be his Wolverine. Like, so he would get his own... I'm just saying, you know, yellow jumpsuit, blue... blue I don't think we're blue. ever going to get that, to be honest. At that, least some I, type of variation, like an MCU I would definitely enjoy that. Because, you know, you got to go nostalgia sometimes to... Like, I can see it crowds. as kind of like with WandaVision, how you had uh, Wanda in, like, that very old Scarlet Witch costume as, like, a Halloween costume. Yeah. But as, like, a just... His outfit, I feel like that that is a little bit too campy. Campy, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I was gonna say comic booky, but I was like, no, campy is better. Like something like this. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. And I, yes, give him the brown and yellow outfit. Don't give him the yellow and blue. Yeah, no, don't do that. That's like uh, apparently Daredevil was supposed to make his first appearance in the MCU in She-Hulk, and he's actually supposed to have his uh, yellow and red outfit. Interesting. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I kind of want them to make a Nightcrawler movie eventually. That'd be nice. I feel Instead like of being involved in X-Men, just have it individualized. A little bit. I feel like if they're gonna do that, they'd probably do like mini series and well, yeah. lead up to yeah. it. Yeah, kind of like Hawkeye and you know, WandaVision yeah. stuff like that. Well, because with the the X Men, there's still so many characters that basically need to be like kind of reintroduced. I mean, granted, it wouldn't be a movie; it'd be a TV series. But I'm, I'm right, I'd be down with that. Also, I forgot that Slumber Party Slumber Party Massacre had a remake on Sci Fi. Did it? It did. And apparently it got a... Okay, you, I don't like Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. You don't like Rotten Tomatoes. Nope. However, it tastes kind of bad. As, <laughs> 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 oh my god, now I'm just thinking of Nicolas Cage in the color hey, of space. Hey, there's a Nicolas Cage movie coming out too, apparently. Here we go. Oh my god, the one where he's <laughs> spitting the tomatoes. <laughs> oh, guys, if you haven't seen Color Out of Space, you need to watch it because it's great. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, anyway, Rotten Tomatoes gave 100% for Slumber Party Massacre. What was the audience score? That I don't remember. Because that's the one that you got to pay attention well, to. Well, yes, I know that. But Rotten Tomatoes never gives, like, that high of a score on horror movies. No. So that's what I was shocked. I was like, really? And it's sci-fi. Hmm. Usually sci-fi movies are not the best. Um, Getty is just funny to watch. Speaking of which, sci-fi approved Chucky for season two. Still haven't watched it. It's so good, Liz. I'm sorry. It's so good. I know, I need to watch it. I don't know. I mean, sci-fi favorites usually, it's not even like, you know, 
Oh no, they don't. Anything. They don't. Like, I know. Actually, like hide anything with the Chucky series. Like my favorite mm. watching with like my parents was Helix. I don't know if you remember that. That was a sci-fi movie. Sounds familiar. Yeah, it was better. Then it's kind of like Fire of yeah Firefly. But uh, it was more so slaves finding a ship and then. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I remember that one. I, I, at least that's what I thought I remember. But then again, guys, I was like 11 years old when I watched <laughs> No <this>. excuses. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember a pretty ship and it was the movie was called or TV series was called Helix and I and I corrected myself because you hate it when I say if it's a movie, it's a movie. It's a TV series, it's a TV series. You do the same thing that my mom does. She said that all the time. She's always like, show or movie when it's a TV show. Or I, show my mom when does it's that too. All the time. I'm like, it's a movie. It's, it's also, a TV show. It's also a force of habit. <laughs> God, and this is why they say that you end up marrying your parents, basically, psych- like psychologically wise. <laughs> Not that it's a bad thing. You call me old? No, oh my god, that's... An, <laughs> oh wait, well I am, I am the oldest <laughs> one out of the friend group, but... Yeah. I'm not hitting, you know, 50 <laughs> for another hopeful 20 years, but you know. <laughs> Did you have any more movie news, Danny? Nope, I'm good. Because I have one that I really just want to say. Yeah, <laughs> my yeah. last one. What is it? One word. This just makes my inner emo child that so happy. That was more than one word. That, <laughs> shush. <laughs> Avril Lavigne... Is turning Skater Boy into a feature film for its 20th anniversary. Really? And I'm watching it because, oh my god, that makes my inner child so happy. Hmm. My pop punk princess. I'm so excited. I'm going to watch it. I don't care what any of y'all say. I'm not judging. You better not. Did you have anything, Brian, movie news-wise? Hi, I'm Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. All right, so now we're going to get into the movie. Yes, our the actual movie that we watched today. For today's episode, rather. Yes. And Brian, do you want to say what movie it is? The Nightmare on Elm Street? I will smack you. <laughs> Domestic violence. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, to continue on the Christmas month holiday season. Which a funny fact is, one is my top favorite movie to watch. Usually. <laughs> yes, usually. Mm. Like, uh, really, I didn't get that from all of the lines that you were quoting during the entire uh, movie. Oh, you mean me enti- quoting the entire movie? Exactly. Again, oh, if we man. ever watch it with Dad, do not do that while we're watching with him. He will get annoyed. <laughs> I will use my lips. There you go. Just speak. Like, you, silent talk. That's fine. But to be fair, we've had this issue of me not staying quiet during movies. I've been trying Yes, yeah, you're working on it. Hence why I haven't been sitting downstairs lately <laughs> when you guys are watching movies. It's just, uh, I get curious, I ask a question, it, that question turns into more than one. Uh, yeah. Directed by Henry Selleck, not <clears throat> Tim Burton. Yes. Because... No relation to Tom Selleck. It, yes, that's true. That's mm-hmm. very true. Um, I actually didn't realize that uh, Henry... I knew that Henry Selleck did uh, James and the Giant Peach and Coraline. Had no idea he did Monkey Bone. With, uh, really? Brendan, with Brendan Fraser. I love that movie. I love it, too. So many people hate it. I love that movie. I, I love Monkey it so Bone. much, though. I didn't realize that he directed that. And plus, that... that, that uh, what's her name? Rose McGowan in that movie. Huge crush. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. 
That's fair. I'm questioning her now, but that, yeah, yeah, now. <laughs> but then that that that, that a, scene. A woman yes. named Huge Crush is pretty. Sounds pretty cool. Yes, she's gorgeous. Have mm-hmm. you ever seen her? No. <laughs> I, I might have to IMDb her later. <laughs> but it was uh, Nightmare Before Christmas was written by Tim Burton. The story and the characters. Yes. Um, Produced by Tim Burton. Yes. Uh, and then Michael McDowell did the adaptation. Uh, Caroline Thompson did the screenplay. Um, she also did the one who did Edward Scissorhands, The Adams Family, and Corpse Bread. Ooh. Yes. Well, it was not directed Yes, by they're Tim all great. Also, um, one of my coworkers requested Coraline for one of our podcast episodes. Oh, I'm down for that. Yep. I'm so down for that. Absolutely. Good, good, good. I kind of want to read the book before we do that. You can borrow mine. Yes. It's gonna I know take you, you might as well borrow it now because it's going to take you forever to read it. Even though it's like this little tiny. It's a very quick read. Mm. <laughs> One day we will have a Tim Burton-a-thon. I'm deep down with that. Yeah. To be fair, one of my favorite producers slash directors slash... Yeah. Fair enough. People things. People I mean, things. People things. They make the, the, the moving picture film. <laughs> Where people like move their their lips and they talk and they say things that come out of their mouths. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> and then, uh, composer Danny Elfman. Yeah. Who we all know, Danny Elfman at this point. He's done so many music for, like specifically a lot of Tim Burton stuff. Also, Sam Raimi Spider Man. Yes. Which, as much as we all know how I feel about the original Spider Man movie, at least the second and third, I still enjoy the music because Danny Elfman is fantastic in mm-hmm. what he does. And some pretty bomb, uh, what you call it, soundtracks. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. I feel like there's a trend with like uh, pre-MCU movies. The soundtracks were... Uh, no, I, I definitely agree with that one. Especially Daredevil. Oh, yeah. yes. That soundtrack is so good. Hated that movie, but love that soundtrack. I love that movie. <laughs> Just, no Ben Affleck? I had no problem with Ben Affleck. As Daredevil, my problem was the way he was written just makes me upset. Well, I mean, it's kind of like that that thing I've been talking to you about. He makes a better, you know, like Batman. He makes a better Bruce than a better Batman. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. I'm just saying that he was still done dirty in oh, yeah. that movie as well. <laughs> I mean, it was also poorly written. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then we also have the cast... For Nightmare Before Christmas with Danny Elfman singing Jack Skellington. Um, yes. Also did Barrel uh, from Lock, Shock, and Barrel. Uh, the Clown with the Tearaway Face as well. Mm-hmm. And then we have Chris Sarandon playing the talking voice of Jack Skellington. Yes. Which every time I see his face, I think of Prince Humperdinck from Pri- uh, Princess Bride. And I think of Detective Mike Norris from Chucky. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's also in an episode of Charmed. Hmm. Which is another one I think of because Charmed was my favorite show when I was younger. It still is, honestly, to this day. It's still my favorite show, I think. But love him. Uh, Catherine O'Hara playing Sally uh, slash Shock. Kevin! Kevin! (laughs) Which, seriously, every time I see those movies, which is not really that often compared to other people, how do you forget your child multiple times when going away on vacation for Christmas? Yeah. I've also heard this in a previous podcast that, yes, I would never leave my children at home. Exactly. For a vacation that you can easily reschedule. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And also, uh, Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Because she was in that as well, and I love her in that one. No offense to my family, either. Dale. I would not be bringing them with me on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Dale. 
me let me like come, come and me want to go home. Hey! It's a day! 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 at the same right? time. Right? I think we did pretty well there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kudos. Uh, uh, pats on back. Exactly. Pats, on pats back. yes. Pats all around. Pats, pats, pats. <laughs> uh, we also have William Hickey as the... Um, Hickey. Uh, Dr. Finkelstein. Finkelstein, thank you. Uh, Glenn Shaddix as the mayor. Paul Rubens as yeah. Locke. Pee Wee Herman. Yes. Ken Page, Oogie Boogie. Uh, Edward Ivory as Santa. Which... Also, did you know that um, uh, Vincent Price was originally going to be Santa? What? Yeah, but after his wife died, like he his like health seriously declined. Did you know, you know there that... was also a third runner-up? Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but basically, after his wife passed away, he like his health had seriously declined. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did originally record his voice, but however, because he was so sick, like it was just so like weak. Yeah. And wasn't able to project, so they ended up, much to Tim Burton's dismay, having to recast. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I mean, granted, that's usually what happens once like the one significant other, the spouse goes, the other yeah. one kind of follows suit. But cash. yes. <clears throat> Stanley, really, even because mm. it wasn't that far behind. Yeah, and apparently in the lineup when I did a tiny bit of research, Patrick Stewart was in the lineup for being in it also as Santa. Yes, that is true. Yeah, sorry for being an interrupting cow, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> moo. <laughs> Although, and also, moo. of moo. course, Patrick moo. Stewart. Moo. I'm going to just keep talking. <laughs> Patrick Stewart <laughs> being the narrator, and it was cut out. But it's still in the soundtrack. Yes. But I still... I love Patrick Stewart. It, it makes me happy hearing him in Ted. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, I love, I, I love him in Men in Tights. For, I like, just, the two seconds you see him. I just mm. love Patrick Stewart. I got fantastic. a cursed bird. Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> go, go get him. <laughs> uh, but basically, if you don't know what this movie about, basically, Jack Skellington has become bored of celebrating Halloween all the time, every year, nothing ever different. So he stumbles across Christmas Town, a place where it's Christmas, and that's where they celebrate what they celebrate every year. Mm-hmm. And he decides that he's going to basically take this holiday, you know. Why am I spacing on the word? Hijack. Yeah, hijack, uh, cultural appropriation, mm. taking something that he doesn't know himself and trying to make it as his own, which we all know doesn't really end that well. Spoiler alert for Nightmare Before Christmas, if you, for some reason, haven't seen it. You had many years to figure this out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, hold on. <laughs> My entire lifespan? Literally, uh, the release date. 93. Right? Yeah, release date was October 29th, 1993. So, yeah, I just, was three. <laughs> I was... W- <laughs> A little under one by a month. Four months. I was four months old. <laughs> yes, I had to count on my fingers. Don't judge me. Uh, you could have just went without saying that, and people wouldn't have known that you were counting on your fingers. I don't care. I do. You can judge me all you want. I can't count on all my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, two three, and a half, four, three. Three. <laughs> See, now you can't blame me for making fun of your. I can make fun of my own finger. Thank you very much. That I, you know, so I, did not do on purpose. I am your wife. <laughs> I count as 
I am the greatest good you are ever going to get. <laughs> you tell me where my super suit is, woman. Oh, my God. I need to but watch that, that movie again. just means I can p grab people with my strong hand. Take my strong hand. Take my strong hand. I'm just going to. There we go. Oh, yeah. All of the movie references. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Oh my god, I feel like that this is gonna be like this this whole episode, like going back and forth, even worse than we usually do. Oh yeah, you, you, well, you made a mistake. Just one extra I did, person. Yep, yep. Oh god. Uh, so this is gonna be a special, everybody, and I'm so sorry that this is probably gonna be forever. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, you did a big mistake. You put Brian and myself in a room. This I know. Worst mistake ever. Worse, this or the <laughs> trifecta of Jesse, Steve, and myself. Oh god. Oh, it's all just so bad. Just imagine if the original, you know, if everyone actually could make it today. There'd be a lot of chitter-chatter here. Yeah, that's And a true. lot of mm -hmm. people talking over people, talking over people. Maybe for right now when we have guests, just one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> we could probably end up getting, like, uh, actual, like, personal mics. Mm -hmm. Or if I ever get the money for a laptop and a Yeti yeah. speaker. We'll figure it out. Or, you know, we could just pile on top of each other and talk over, you know, hold on, my turn. My <laughs> turn in the mic. No, my turn in the mic. Grabbing Liz's phone and then dropping it and shattering it even more. <sighs> anyway. On, on topic. I on IMDb, 8 out of 10 for A Nightmare Before Christmas. I feel like it should be a little bit higher. Yeah, 8.5. 8.5 at least. Yeah. I think it would be solid. Yeah. I thought you rate at the end. Yes, we do, but I'm saying in comparison <laughs> to IMDb. I will give my own rating personally. At the end. At but, the end. But that feels like it's already your own rating. No, no, not. no. She said the IMDb. <laughs> exactly. She's like, Come on, Brian. Get it together. <laughs> Spoiler alert. She's going higher than an eight. <laughs> <laughs> but we go by fives. That's true. Because once you get to ten, it's just too much. There's yeah, too many yeah. like factors. And All right, so she's going higher than a three. <laughs> <laughs> They will find out. Don't ruin it. <laughs> Spoilers. All right, so now we're getting into Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Which, who would like to start? Anyone? You. Why me? You. So. <laughs> Danny usually starts this part. Yes. I love the, 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 the intro song. It just, it slaps. The the draw, this you is in. Halloween. This is Halloween. It, this is Halloween. Why, well, I mean, it's the draw. It draws you in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you experience the ride, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, everyone redoing it, you know? Covers. And... Well, yeah. I mean, you got Marilyn, Marilyn Manson. Manson. Mm-hmm. But... Who else? I'm only spacing. I don't, don't, don't. That's the first one that pops into my yeah, head. Yeah, that's the Marilyn only Manson. one that comes Can to my head. Can it get the disco? Did they? I think so. I don't... Maybe. They might have. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. If we're wrong, you go look it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you all have technology. We all have technology. <laughs> but I even was thinking, I was like, the entire, like, se like, the scenes where it was, like, the whole town singing, and it was just flowing from, like, different parts of the town and different people singing. I just loved how well that all flowed together. Yeah. It was just such smooth editing. The, oh, like, the whole process. Was, yeah, whoever was in charge of that actually doing the um stop motion did so well 
and also, you know, there's even some type of little scenery involved in in the intro as well. You know, the moon. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, they did very well with just claymation. Yes. Yeah. And that goes a long way because, you know, the only other claymation you can really think of is like the Christmas Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you know. Yeah, there wasn't that much beforehand, yeah. at least with like a cinematic movie like this. Yeah. Right. And, like, uh, there was actually, like, around 100 people that were working together on this movie. Mm-hmm. Which, that's pretty impressive. And it also took, I think you might have said, three years to make the movie. Yes. And then, basically, for one second of the film, up to, for one second of film, up to 12 stop-motion moves had to be made. Yes. And it took them a whole, for one minute of movie, it took them a week. At one point, yeah. Yeah. So, 12 frames per second? Yes. So it's like 110 frames all together for one movie. Yeah, because I tried and 10, animating a uh, small one-second <clears throat> clip, and for 60, yeah, 60 frames per second. Nope, I was not drawing 60 frames for one second <laughs> of, no. Mm-mm. That is too much energy and too much work, thank you very much. I don't know if you had that already, but it, the whole movie all together was 110,000 frames. I think I might have seen that. I don't remember writing it down, but I think I might have seen that. Okay. But, yeah, that, that song, all in general, and just showing each of the characters having, like, their own scene. And yeah. then also Oogie Boogie in the moon, which mm-hmm. I think originally it was not really going to be Oogie Boogie. I think it was supposed to be just a monster. Mm-hmm. And, like, also the the time it took to make every single different hand gesture and every single... Facial expression, start mm-hmm. to an expression. So, like, if you're raising an eyebrow, that's like five different faces. They had, I want to say, like a briefcase full of just face plates for each character. Yes. They had over four hundred jack heads. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I know Sally. She couldn't have like a whole head because of her long hair. She had like a mask. Yeah. That basically went over. I did write that down. Of face plate. Yeah. I just. It just shows you how intricate Tim oh. Burton really is. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how I I don't think I wrote down, but like basically for every expression she had a mask. Yeah, every expression, every so it's every expression with every vowel and every movement of mouth. Exactly. Basically, like you could tell that a lot of thought and time and process was made into making this movie. And yeah. how much patience? Yeah, patience that I don't have. You can vouch for that. I don't even think I have that. (laughs) You definitely don't. Yeah. I might. You probably. Also, you're the artist of the group. Yeah. So that helps. I can't really do any uh, tedious uh, work. No. Well, at least right now, no. (laughs) No, with that finger. Well, you know, back in the day, I probably could have. But then again, I'm right-handed, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also to make Jack Blink replacement... um, series were wedged into his eyes yes um and it took like three up to three frames per blink mm-hmm. so you could do the math there <laughs> i know i won't because i <laughs> and also the sculpture department only consists of like four people i believe it i believe it too but yeah. jesus christ like kudos to them mm. and even like even just like the scenes um like with back to the oogie boogie um in the moon where it, like, 
um, the mouth turns into bats and it just flies away mm-hmm. into the scene. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I liked how smooth that was. Well, I, with that, I like the mixed medium used. I mean, not only in this scene, but throughout the film. So mm-hmm. not only is it claymation, but it's also like 2D animation overlaid. Yep. And there's some <laughs> scenes that are live action and they're kind of jarring when they're in the middle of a scene. Yeah. Like, um, which one is it? I think it's when you first see Finkelstein. Uh, the one jar that's in the <laughs> foreground mm-hmm. and it's bubbling with the hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was filmed live. Right. So if you see that and then you go straight to the claymation because it's two different types of frame styles, it's kind of jarring. Yeah, well, absolutely. But, you know, you gotta love the nostalgia of... Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, I know that people have been talking about doing, like, a sequel for years, which please don't. Just don't. Because I know... No. Tim Burton does not, at least last I heard, does not want it at all. Don't get me wrong. I would probably watch it just to see what they did. I know no one's gonna sit there with claymation for hours on end. For three years. For three years. Yeah, exactly. But maybe less now. Maybe. Because we have more technology. technology. We have technology. Tush, tush, we can tush, rebuild tush. him. Oh, I'm sorry. We always seem to go to that line of SpongeBob. Yeah. But um I think my favorite scene in the in the theme is when they introduce Jack. Yes. Mm-hmm. When he's wearing his pumpkin head and then he lights himself on fire. And then he just falls into the pit, or yeah, the water, and the then water. comes back up as Jack Skellington. That's a very iconic scene right there. Yeah. Yes. Also, uh, Danny, I did write down after the song was over, and everyone's going like, yay, we all did great. Uh, I said, Panda just realized someone has nipples. Oh, yeah, the <laughs> the the dude with the uh, spiders in his hair and snakes for fingers. He has nips, like, in the middle of his chest in such a weird placement. Of course. Uh, that was funny, because I'm just looking up, like, who is he talking about? What is going on? It's like, oh, that guy, okay. Yeah, I just noticed two little nips. It's right there. I've never noticed that before. Yeah, I know. I never noticed that before. I'm like, oh, shit, he got nips. like, oh, look at that. And yes, I did curse. That was only the second one. <laughs> now we're keeping track. Yeah, so keeping track. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> But anyway, yes, because then we have, um, you know, everybody in the town, like, excited and handing out awards that Halloween is great Halloween, everybody, woohoo! And then Jack kind of just sulks away because mm-hmm. he's just sick and tired of doing the same thing and over those, and over again. And those witches and that, that mermaid, they some thirsty thoughts. <laughs> Going after Jack, like, oh, come here, big boy. You make wounds ooze and flesh crawl. <laughs> You make the thank very you, thank you. mountains crack, Jack. <laughs> like, thank you, thank you, okay, thank you. And then trying to, like, back away, like, Jesus Christ, okay. What's up? Yeah, but Bone we all can't daddy. have that problem. <laughs> I felt like that was your favorite line of the whole movie. Bone that yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. As soon as it came on, no one was saying anything. You are like, Bone Daddy. Did you notice, uh, cause, um, with the band that they have, uh, the head that's in, um, I think it's a cello. Yes. That one in there? Yes. It's Danny. It's supposed to be like Danny Elfman's head. Huh. Mm-hmm. Mm. And yet they removed another head. 
from another scene. Well, because that was a little bit more obvious compared to this one. <laughs> and again, Disney themselves were already hesitant on picking up this movie because, you know... Well, actually, was was it Disney then? I thought it was, um... Was it Paramount? 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 No, not Paramount. Touchdown? Yes, Touchdown. So, basically, it was Disney who was picking it up, but they were so hesitant on it that they had Touchstone... Because Touchstone is owned by Disney. Yeah. So, basically, they had it under Touchstone. So, like, in case, like, people got, like, upset pretty much that Disney they could be like, Touchstone. oh, yeah. <laughs> don't blame us. And then after, of course, after the wild success of this movie, Disney immediately, like, picked that back up. It was just like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's ours. Thank you. Isn't it, like, with technically, what, what movie is it that's technically a Disney movie? Is it Pulp Fiction? Hey. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. By means of, um... How Disney acquired their um, production studio. So, Pulp Fiction is technically speaking a Disney movie. Oh my god, I love it. It's either Pulp Fiction or it's uh, Fight Club, but I want to say Pulp Fiction. I can imagine it'd be Pulp Fiction, because that just sounds like the most like craziest thing to think of ever. I am going to look it up. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Pulp Fiction. Beep, boop. Bing bong! <laughs> Sorry, I had to... Got so excited. Sorry, guys. That's the nearest trend. <laughs> uh, you yeah. see these two dogs in your yard? Just know I'm coming hard. <laughs> Bing bong! It's a hard hat holiday. Respectfully. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I had to. I love that. that I was, love that video. That was very well done, and I definitely loved it. Uh... After Disney acquired the independent film studio Miramax in 1993, Pulp Fiction was the first project to receive a green light. The 2010s would commence with Disney shuttering Miramax, then selling it as a shifted focus to more lucrative in-house brands with theme park and merchandise potential like Pixar and Marvel. So by technicality, it's still a Disney movie. Gotcha. Fair enough. And yet you don't see it on Disney+. Plus. No, I don't see that happening anytime soon. Mm. I mean, they do have a lot of Fox movies on there now. Mm. It's not like they put the Lords of Dogstown as a freaking Disney movie. Come on now. I think what Disney was trying to do at some point is make a a section in Disney Plus that's actually adult-centered for, like, rated R movies and stuff like that. I'd be cool with that. And have, like, an age-restricted thing if you have kids... Yeah. Well, because you have to realize, like, there are people that watch Disney Plus and still Disney movies as an adult without any kids. Hence, the three of us in this room right now. True, however, one of them's a parent, the other one's a step parent. Yeah, true. <laughs> we are adults. I saw set. your point. I, I, yes. I parent. <laughs> uh, but the also. Two beautiful children. Yes. But also, um, with Jack walking away, I had to, you know, see my zero. Yes. My baby puppies. He's such a good boy. He's so cute. He's I such seriously, a good boy. I've told you this before. I want a tattoo of Zero, uh, Sparky from Frank and Weenie, and... Um, scraps? Scraps, thank you, from uh, Corpse Bride. Yes. Because it would be such a cute tattoo, and I love that idea. I still like those little frogs that Rachel keeps on sending me. Oh, yes. You need one of those. Yes. Desperately. Uh, but yes, and then we have Jack... Um, singing basically about how like you know 
I forget the actual name of the song. Jack's Lament. Jack's Lament, thank you. Um, your favorite. One of your favorites of the movie, One of Brian. my favorites. One of your yeah. favorites. Well, it's a continuation of the rest of Near the End. Yes. Technically. Yes. So the reprisal. Reprisal, no. Yes. But even, like, that whole scene of him, like, um, singing about how, like, he wants something different, he wants something new, like... He could always take off his head and recite Shakespearean quotations. I always love that one because mm-hmm. Hamlet was always my favorite growing up. Like one of my sh- favorite but William he Shakespeare's something one. Something else. Yes, he wanted something different. But yes. even like the light of from the moon, like radiating from the oh, moon in yeah. the background, so beautiful. Especially the scene when he's walking on the hill. Yes, and it looks like it's shining on him, mm-hmm. like in real life. But it's it's also like life, you know. Yes. You take a step, and if it doesn't work your way, go back to the same thing you know until you find out something that you know. Yeah, he doesn't do that, though. He just goes and tries to take whatever he wants. A little toxic, but it's fine. It's, 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 it's fine. fine. It's 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 fine. <laughs> I said it's fine. <laughs> I said it's fine. Oh, World crossover. I... He wishes on the Dragon Balls. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Did you see that one picture that's like uh, the Grinch laying down, and he... He's like dying, and then like his flesh comes away, and then it's just Jack. Yeah, and then Max, who's also in the coffin with um, him, turns out to be Zero. Mm-hmm. I did see that one. That yeah. one was interesting. Imagine. Very morbid, but I like it. I like it, but very morbid. Mostly Max. Mm-hmm. Imagine him recreating that, but Jack Skellington is actually the Grinch. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I heard, I heard the dog part. I didn't hear the full the first part alteration of actual Grinch being turned into Jack yes okay <laughs> uh, but yeah I even I love that one line that you just said where it's like and since I am dead I, I can, can take, take off, off my head, head to, to recite, recite Shakespearean quotations no animal no man can scream like I can with the fury of my recitations uh, again, I don't know if you could tell, but we like this movie. Just a little tiny bit. And it made me want to sing the whole thing, and I held back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like I said, I always liked that one because growing up, uh, Hamlet was one of my favorite William Shakespeare stories. Is my favorite. Yeah. Actually, it might be my favorite now that, yeah. I had that soliloquy memorized. Yes. The entire I, soliloquy. I'm actually a haku kind of guy. I like hakus. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Shorts, I love shorts. Yeah. It, it it captures you, but it doesn't, you know. You know drone I mean? on, drone with, on old with old English. Yeah, <laughs> <pretty> much. <laughs> uh, I will say, because when uh, we go back to the town for a little bit. Or what? No. Am I skipping ahead? I'm skipping ahead. Stop skipping ahead. Jack's Lament leads into him finding the doors. doors. Oh, wait. No. First, after the song, then we go to the town because... The uh, mayor oh, okay. uh, wants to start planning for the next Halloween already, which, by the way, is me. Like, as soon as Halloween is over, mm-hmm. I'm still just like, all right, time to get ready for next Halloween. Next year. Sorry, guys, we skipped ahead a little. <laughs> I don't know why I don't lay down like this more often. It's actually really comfy. You look very comfy right yes. now. You look like you need Brian to paint you like one of his French girls. I'm just gonna pose. Hold on. Do you have your paint book? And do you? Do you? Have, um... I mean, they're over there, right next to you. You're, you're going to get stick figures. Though, I'm going to tell <laughs> yeah, you this I'm just now. Be like this. It's gonna hey, look gorgeous. Do you oh want me yes. to rub the nip too while I'm at it? 
it's stick figures. So. <laughs> sure, do whatever you want. Whatever you prefer. It's going to be a, in the line a of a stick with figure. Freaking spiders in his hair. Why can't you draw nips on a, on a stick figure? Per- <laughs> or the creative writers or drawlers of this movie. Oh my god. I kind of do want to see what they came out on sketch. I never saw that part. We can look that up. Yeah, they're, they're available. They're, yeah. Because I would love to see like... Because you know, some things they take out. Yeah. For certain things, and sometimes they keep in for certain things. Yeah. No, we can definitely look that up later. Yeah. Oh, but also, um, when Mare's trying to get Jack out of the house, not realizing that Jack's not home, uh, when he says one of my favorite lines, Jack, I'm only an elected official. I can't make I decisions, decisions by myself. Jack, yeah. answer <laughs> me. Oh. Oh, what? Seriously, though, as a child, didn't even realize the accuracy of that statement oh, until yeah. now as an adult. I mean, he's only a mayor. He's an elected official. Yeah. He's only a president. <laughs> Politician. Well, I mean, in this case, technically, wouldn't Jack be the president? Yeah. Or mm. the king, the lord. Whatever, it's still politics. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say, right, he'd be more of um, a lord. Senate. Maybe. Oh no, my thing. Or you know, King, because that is his name. Oh yeah, you're right. He's <laughs> right. the pumpkin right. king. Yeah. yeah, but there are other kings in this nation. In in this. Circle. All right, whatever. We can figure that out later. Like king Kong. <laughs> king Kong. And the Bunny. King. That's much later down the road. You are skipping <laughs> way ahead. <laughs> Sorry, that's my favorite scene. Oh my god. Anyway, and then we go back to uh, Jack finding all of the doorways. Yes. Which I think, like, because I know Tim Burton has says he didn't want any, like, uh, extras with stuff like that where he's going to, like, different towns. I, that one I would be okay with, like, mm-hmm. going to Easter Town or... They did that with the uh, video game. Yes, they did. You guys can agree to disagree, but Valentine's Day... That one we can do with that. Yeah, turn yeah, that yeah, door No, no, off. no, no. What we can do with that entire tree... tree. Yes, but no, no, no. <laughs> what we can do with that entire tree is chop it down into tiny little molecules, right? And you take those molecules and you put it in a box. Oh. You take that box and you put it in another box. And you take that box and you put it in another box. And then... You ship the box to me, and I smash it with a hammer. <laughs> Wrong lever, crunk. Oh, God. <clears throat> I love that movie, too. I yes. first new group, everybody, if you didn't get that. I feel like that's a movie we gotta do with Rachel. Oh, absolutely. No, Space Jam. I mean, y- yes. Space Jam. Ooh, can we do that for Rachel's birthday? <laughs> oh, yes, Rachel, we're doing Space Jam for your birthday. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, we know you're listening. One and two. You're listening uh, eventually. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I am not sitting through two. No, I, I, I can barely see. Yeah. I didn't even finish it. And I was like, nope. Uh, anyway, back to Jack going to the doorways. Um, it actually said in the making of book for this movie that um, the most difficult shot was for him um, reaching for the doorknob of the Christmas land tree, See. where basically like his reflection is going to yeah. the doorknob. Um, shiny. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather be shiny. <laughs> but yeah, like that was the most of, cause being in the claymation, they basically had to time everything and place everything just right for that to be filmed perfectly. Yeah. And it was, Oh yeah. it was filmed so well. So good. Goggles. 
Jack was apparently supposed to have eyes, but they did not put that in there. So that was a good thing. You did not fresh that. Yes, I didn't do that because I have a system with when, how I say my... Yes, but <laughs> how is he going to look into a, a, a shiny doorknob with no eyeballs? Oh, He's a walking skeleton. <laughs> Physics and anatomy make no difference right now. He literally ripped off his rib and used it as a frisbee, a frisbee to throw it so his dog could play fetch. And he took off his head to recite Shakespearean quotations. Yes! Yeah, okay, yes. Basically, Disney wanted Jack Skellington to have actual eyeballs in those, like, black sockets that he has for his eyes, um, which uh, Tim Burton and also the director had fought so hard to make sure that that did not happen because, like you said, Danny, he's a skeleton. He don't need no eyeballs! He don't need the eyeballs. Where are the eyes connected to? There's no brain! He's a skeleton! Please! <coughs> Disney! <laughs> Luckily, that did not happen. Sorry to ruin your flow. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but it was either... I, I don't know your flow, so I was going to say it anyway. But <laughs> Anyway, go back to the door! Yes, he... The door! Pass the door! Open the door! What oh, hold the door. Hold the door. <laughs> hold the door. <laughs> Sorry for being loud. <laughs> you need to finish that. Yes. Um, yeah, so basically he falls into Christmas Town and we get the song, What's This? What's this? What's There's this? Color everywhere. What's this? There's my things in the air. What's this? That That is a good song. Yes, That's probably one of my favorites because it's just so catchy. And, like, do you ever find yourself just singing that when it starts snowing? No, seriously, I will actually be at work and I'll, like find something like on the floor or a box or something like it's a shipment and i legit look at it and be like what's this and i'm like what's this what's, what's this? this there's color everywhere and i just start singing it and everybody at work is just sitting there like we we love you liz it's kind of we like, really do <laughs> the way i get it is like he's been living in a world of black and white and he just finds something of with color. color yes I still would prefer Halloween all the time, but whatever. That's oh, yeah. just me. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with Halloween, but, you know. There's a... Excuse me. I like the aesthetics of Halloween Town. Uh-huh. Yes, that is my future house, everybody. Brian. Uh, I would love to design an entire, like, interior of a house based off of that. Oh, that would be so great. Why are you poking my notebook? Use your words. Words. <laughs> We're getting off track. <laughs> that's what we do. That's literally what we do, that's, Brian. That's what the editing is for. Uh, all right, fine. Anyway, um, door. Well, he's in. He's oh, in yeah, no, no, yeah, that's now. Right. I this? opened the door. What's this? What's, What's this? this door? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, Black and white to color. Here we go. Yes, exactly. Um, anyway, and just like really the, the how well it basically went from like all darkness to just basically the light and cheeriness of Christmas. Yeah. And even like um, one of uh, Tim Burton's inspiration for the original like short story that he had for this um, book before it was the uh, movie. Um, it was the inspiration was because he had gone to like a store and he saw like how quickly they were taking all the Halloween stuff down and putting up Christmas stuff. And basically just like how fast paced and commercialized we have all become with Christmas. And oh, how, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. <sighs> it's legit the day after Halloween. No, not even. They wait until like a week before Halloween and they start putting up Christmas stuff. Kelly Clarkson released a Christmas CD mid-October. And it's I thought, a whole other month before <laughs> Christmas. It's almost a whole two months. Uh, Kelly Clarkson, if you're listening for some odd reason, I do love you. However, do not do that because let us have our Halloween, please, for the love of God. Anyway, yes, that's my little rant. That's fair enough. Ranting and raving and carrying on. <laughs> um, so my favorite part in this scene is um, when the two elves are sleeping. Oh, when he's like uh, talking What's about this? it. Yes. Yeah, and then just wakes up the one guy. Oh, yeah, that was great. Uh, the children are asleep. The queer tree. No, the nightmares can't be found. Mm-hmm. I also wrote even I I also wrote down being like all of us singing in the room while the song is playing because that's basically what we were we were just singing along oh, the yeah. entire song. Another scene I like is when he lands on the carousel. Oh yeah, that's that was so good. well done. Oh, yep. Yeah, and even like um, just even like the small details of like when he's holding the Christmas <clears throat> lights to his face, you can see the glowing of the lights onto his face. Yep. Um, when he was jumping, like when he was as the. Um, snowman, and he was like jumping up and down, and you could see like his body just Underneath jumping along. The snow. Yeah, exactly. Just the small details that they put in. Again, you can tell they put so much effort and heart into this movie. And it was just, and that song is just so catchy. Yes. And Brian's stealing my drink. Probably one of the <laughs> more catchier songs, the more noticed catchier songs. Yes, definitely. <sighs> because you know, there's parodies, and you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't sing it, Panda. I'm not. <laughs> I know what you're thinking of. And then, seeing Sandy Claus' silhouette. Yes. I like how the, the hands extend with the shadow and make it look like he has claws. Yeah, and you can definitely see where Jack Skeleton... Yeah, Santa Cl- kind of claws. claws. Yeah. yeah, you can definitely see where he got that one from. Yeah, get some claws. <laughs> uh, but that that's definitely a good... Next scene. Catchy song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, we have Jack going back to the town after everyone's thinking that he just disappeared. We gotta find Jack! We've checked all of these places! I trumped through the pumpkin patch. I peeped behind the Cyclops' eye. I did! <laughs> but he wasn't there. It's time to sound the alarm! <laughs> <laughs> and which, to that cat alarm, I said that, Brian, that's what you need. No. To get up in the morning. Anyway, and then uh, Jack mean, Jack comes back to Halloween Town with all of his ideas for Christmas time. Christmas time. <laughs> the song, right? No. No, not yet. No, not no. yet. He's uh, introduced. He's making a town meeting. Yes, yes. He wants the mayor to say yes, town, the town meeting. Town meeting tonight. Okay, yeah, okay. Now I know where we're at. And yes. then someone is going to be drugging. They're Professor Finkelstein. Yes, their creator. Yes. Sally. Because she wants to go. With a uh, deadly nightshade, which isn't it like highly poisonous? I believe so, yes. And frog's breath. Nothing's more suspicious than frog's breath. And then she gets a spoon with holes in it, you know. Bleep. That's a clever way of trick. Although you would think after probably all of... Because I would assume she's done this quite a lot. you think he would learn his lesson. Well, I mean, to be fair, in the... We forgot to mention this in the th- in the opening. She he gets her again. 
because she she slipped Deadly Nightshade into his tea. Well, yes, she he yelled at her for that one. Yes, and but then yeah. ripped her arm off. Yes, but then again, uh, like bon- again, he is then clearly falling for it again, and she's getting him to fall asleep so she can go to the town meeting. Yes, and then she Where- bing bonged him in the head. Bing bong. Yes. <laughs> Which at the town meeting we saw Carl on the background. Yes. The little Grim Reaper <laughs> that matches my Grim Reaper statue, Carl, at our house. Our adopted Whoa. child. Carl. Uh, but so, honestly, because the then we have that song at the town meeting where yes. he's singing about Christmas Town. You know, talking about all the doodads and things he found. Like, this is a present. And then a tree. And then stockings. And a bow. And a bow. And then they were talking about putting a foot in the stocking. Foot in the stocking. They asked if a head was in the box. Yes. Or a pox. <gasps> or a pox. How delightful. Pox. What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? What's, What's in, the, in box? the box? But yeah, I will say with how Jack is trying to explain to everybody how Christmas Town worked. That would like piss me off that like all these people were just interrupting me, first of all. And then Do you know how much I hate that? So much. Exactly. And like making all these assumptions where it's like, just let me tell you what it is and how about you freaking listen? Mm-hmm. Especially like for me, like I, I barely talk as it is. Mm-hmm. So when I talk, I expect at least some sort of like mute. Not mute, but, like, respect of, like, okay, I, I'm talking because I have something to say. Yeah. Like, basically listen to what you have to say. Yeah. And then with me, it's just word vomit. If I don't get it out, I'm not going to remember it. That, yes. That's basically it. And then I apologize later <laughs> because I know I did it. And I do, and I usually, this is the headbutting thing between me and my wife here because she'll be, like, talking about this same subject and I'm thinking about the same subject and I get the uh an idea and I'm just like but then and she's like no go on I'm stop done. interrupting me <laughs> <laughs> that's me on the inside stop it <laughs> it's a force of habit because usually with my family you had to get your words out because you they would never be heard anyway go ahead yes Yes. Anyway, and basically, uh, Jack kind of gives up, and he just starts uh, talking about Santa Claus mm-hmm. or Santa Claus. Santa Claus with the red silhouette on his face. That's just so <laughs> beautiful. Yes, that that just that sequence right there. Is... Yeah. And then we get to the tower. Yes, Jack's Tower, where Wait. he... Well, no, first he borrow, He goes to Dr. Finkelstein and he borrows, borrows his equipment. His equipment. Yes. Then we go to the tower. Curiosity killed the cat, you know? I know. By the way, Satisfaction brought it back. And Remember then, that if anybody tells you that line. And <laughs> then we get into another sing song number, because he's apparently been up there for days. Something's obviously. up with Jack. Something's up with yes. Jack. And he's just trying to figure out the mystery of Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yes. Scientifically. Scientifically. And I I like the way that that worked out. Like, of all the different uh, things that he was doing. Like, the candy cane and, like, the what looks kind of, like, acid. They stripped away the red. Yep. Mm -hmm. And made a nice glittery glow. Yes. And then, like, getting the stuffing out of the teddy bear. Mm -hmm. Uh, What else was there? The cranberry. 
Oh, yeah, the cranberry. Or, was that a cranberry? Maybe a boysenberry? I think, oh, it might have been a boysenberry. Uh, I'm pretty sure on Reeds there are cranberries. I don't even Because aren't those the same things on, like, Hollies? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something along those lines. If we're wrong, we're wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't. It's but fine. as the glimmering light, we get to see our Sally. Yeah, making, watching from afar. Watching from afar and making our Jack a wonderful meal. Yes, a little gift basket to which she brings up and then he's looks outside very excited and she's gone. I like the effect of the butterfly that comes out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one's cute. I like that At a lot. At least it wasn't frog's breath. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or deadly nightshade. Or deadly nightshade. I mean, she could have done that and saved Christmas. Because I think that would be called date rape. <laughs> she still could have done that and saved Christmas. Yeah, she could. That's true. Yeah. But anyway. But um, even when, like, Jack's up at his um, area trying to figure everything out, and you can see the light coming through the window and how it's just, again, it was one of those moments that they really just paid attention to how they were focusing everything <clears throat> because it was just panning on the side of his face, and it was just... It was beautiful, and I loved it. Yes. But that was <clears throat> kind of his break from his mayhem on his head. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. So she was that little light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. But if she would have made him night-night, then I'm thinking everything would have been. Yeah, 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 you know. Oh, that, no, that's I woke up the day after Christmas. <laughs> after that, he decides to make Christmas hits. Yes. Yes. This year, well, Christmas, Christmas will, will be, be ours. And he has everybody lining up to basically give them all specific jobs, uh, to which we meet Lock, Shock, and Barrel. Which I love those three so much. I think they're like, us. They are us, and that is why I think I love them so much. And we wear them for Halloween. Yes. Yes. I was last year. Lock. Last year. It was last year. Oh yeah, it was last year. And you can only guess who. Yeah, Barrel it was this year. Was. I didn't dress up because I was working. Yes, I kind of dressed up as much as I could, but it was cold outside. But yes, Brian was Locke, I was Shock, and Danny was Barrel. And it was awesome, and I loved it. I thought we did was really that, well in our costumes. That was last year, right? Yeah, that, yeah, he was, Herm and I were just saying that. Yeah. Um, but yes, and then they, um, we do get the point where they're singing um, Kidnap, Kidnap Mr. Santa Claus, which we mentioned earlier, Korn did a cover of that song, mm-hmm. and I really like that version. It. Let's Josh draws. They, he did a very good. I, I think it's other than the original, my favorite cover of Santa Claus. Because Kidnap they did, Mr. Santa Claus. They did so well. He did very well, even mm-hmm. though some. I know there's a lot of people that don't like the genre, and there are a lot of people that do. But if you ju- haven't listened to it, at least give it a try. I would just say that Corn. I like their original stuff better than their newer stuff. Right. Which mm-hmm. is most people's opinions well, I mean, that are a fan of corn. Who'd they go on tour with? Lean back? I think so. But anyway, uh, and then we have, because they're, Lock, Shock, and Barrel are talking about kidnapping Santa Claus, and they're talking about the way that they're going to do is basically have a box where they're going to have a note inside, um, and Santa Claus is going to have, like, this urge to basically open the box, and then that's when they trap him in there, and then they kidnap him. Which one, just, two, three. One, two, three. Well, then we'll have him one, two, three. Which doesn't actually happen. No. They actually what? just say trick-or-treat with a bag. and. I'm guessing my theory is that they used it on the bunny. Yeah, you did say that mm-hmm. um, but I earlier also when we were watching it. But I also saw Barrel grab a, a bear trap. Uh, d- 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 <laughs> I don't know. 
I'm, I'm guessing that was aesthetic. A barrel yeah. grabbing a barrel trap. Yes. <laughs> See what you did there. But, uh, yeah. But I also like how the at the end of uh, Kidnap Santa Claus, uh, it's you can see the Oogie Boogie shadow, and then he's rolling the dice, and you can see the snake going from like one hole of the dice into the other. And you notice how the snake has his little hands? I kind of did see that, I'm pretty sure. His little hands. And, little hands. and it reminds me of uh, Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. We're missing one more part. They said the safest place is with Oogie Boogie. Right? Or was that later on? I'm trying to remember. No, it's more like uh, we're going to take him to Oogie Boogie because he's the baddest baddie around. Yes. So not really the safest place, as we find out later. They would get out of town. If they were ever on his bad side, yes. But yes. And And then then we get the snake eyes. Yep. But then we go back to the town where everybody's uh, in line to see Jack and getting jobs. And he sees Sally, who he asked to make his Santa suit, which, of course, you know... Listen to the woman. Yeah. Listen to your women, because we know what we're talking about. She's literally saying that she had a premonition. Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention the premonition. Which, we're talking about that right now. Yeah. Sally had a premonition, basically saying this whole thing is going to end very badly. Christmas Dor- tree burning. Chris- yeah. Fire, Christmas Fire, bad. Dor- during the whole... <laughs> Friend, good. Oh, uh, what was it? A little throwback to Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> the vampires get a doll. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then Dr. Frankenstein, or Finkelstein, whatever the fuck his name is. Did, Finkelstein. Finkelstein. See, now you're cursing more than me. <laughs> Leave me alone, Whoa. man. My brain is mush. Whoa. Anyway, Whoa. he has to make the reindeer that are skeletons, which honestly, I would prefer those reindeer, personally, because mm-hmm. they're really cool looking. Um, and then we see Lock, Shock, and Barrel coming back in with who they say is Santa Claus. And then turns out to be the Easter Bunny. To which there's Brian's favorite scene. Where the behemoth says, Bunny! <laughs> <laughs> and then the poor Easter Bunny just runs back into the bag. And, and then Jack's he shows upset them as the, shit. Then he recorrects them and shows them the door shaped like a Christmas tree. Yes. Go put him, take him back home and go get the real Santa Claus. From the tree or, yeah, the tree with the door that looks like this cookie that's in the shape of a tree that's on the door of the the thing that I'm showing you. Exactly. And how much I love that scene, I have the Funko Pop. Yes, he does. With, I think, the bunny and him. Maybe, I don't remember. It's somewhere in the house. It's Uh, it's so innocent and funny at the same time. mm -hmm. He's like, axe in the head. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Ed. From Ed and Eddie. Yes. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of every time. Huge and red. <laughs> just puts his whole mitt inside my man's mouth and pulls out his tongue. Yes, exactly. And then, of course, you know, he was also a one-tracked man, as you were saying. Mm-hmm. Because she was trying to explain how bad Christmas would be. Well, how the how whole... How the, all the idea would be. Well, basically, that, like, her premonition said that the, it's going to end badly. As he was trying to... Be like, no, the suit's fine. Yeah, it looks great. <laughs> it looks fine. What are you talking about? Just There's something red. I'm missing, though. I don't know what I'm missing. I got the beard, I got the coat, I got and the yeah. boots. And then that's when Lockshock and Barrel come back in with the real Santa Claus. Yes. Okay, Brian is pointing out to me that we also missed the song Making Christmas. Yeah. Which is good because they're making bats out of, you know, hats out of bats. and No, that doesn't come yet, though. I thought that came out. No, I actually did write down on here that before getting Santa Claus, 
that uh, there was the back and forth between Halloween Town and Christmas Town. Because basically what it was, was like, as they're singing Making Christmas, it's them getting ready for their Christmas. However, it keeps switching back to Christmas Town where they're getting ready for their Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I did like that scene, I will say that. And that's where he figures out, also, he doesn't have a hat. Yes, because Mm -hmm. Lockshock and Barrel come back in with the real Santa Claus and be like, oh my god, I need the hat, thank you. Oh, you don't even have claws, how about that? (laughs) But, you know, the interesting, intricate... Toys they also made were very fun to look at. I mean, that I would love to have the duck on wheels that just r- chases you. Now around you're skipping ahead. No, <laughs> the duck. I mean, that, on, that they, is they literally made a duck on wheels in the scene. Um. Anyway. With gunshot holes in it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have Jack, uh, Jack wanting the hat from Santa Claus, so he takes that away from him, and then. Lock, shock, and barrel take him away to put him into a safe place per Jack's request. However, they decide we're going to take him to the Oogie Boogie Man. Yes. Where he said not to involve Oogie Boogie in it. Mm-hmm. Yes, because, you know, bad guy. Which, because uh, um, I know you said earlier, I also have in my notes that originally they were going to have uh, the doctor be under the Oogie Boogie costume. Yes, I heard about that. Yes. Um, and basically what it was going to be was that um, it was because he was upset that Jack cho- or that Sally chose Jack over him, but they decided that sounded a little bit too kind of creepy because, you know, that's kind of like a father figure. So they decided not to do that, which I'm glad that they... Or like yeah. I said, like Frankenstein's monster and Frankenstein. Right. Or Miss Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. yeah. But I'm glad that they didn't do that. Um, and I know, um, I can't remember if this is the exact order, but, uh, I did like when you have Santa Claus with Oogie Boogie, um, when you finally see, like, Oogie Boogie's face, I did like how the light from the tunnel that's behind him, like, it's just silhouetting his eyes and his mouth. I did, definitely did like that look. Yeah, it's kind of like a blue. Light. Yeah, and then the rest of the scene is all, like, black light of him, uh, singing the Santa Claus song. Well, well, well. What, what have, have we, we here? here? Santa Claus, oh, I'm really scared. I so you're the one everyone's talking, talking about. about. <laughs> you're joking. You're joking. I can't believe my eyes. You're joking me. You, you gotta, gotta be. This, this can't be the right guy. guy. He's ancient. <laughs> He's, He's ugly. Old. I don't know which is worse. I might just split a seed now if I don't, don't die, die laughing, laughing first. Uh, that's another song that I really love. That, that is my favorite song. Because it's just so catchy. That, that is my favorite song. And I movie. love that voice. Yeah. Uh, Ken Page. He's yep. so good. Oh, he did. And he, he did still performs it. Yes, he does. Yeah, he finally performed it once in Broadway. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so good. I love it. With Elfman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, but, but, yeah, I, I definitely love that. I just love the whole, like, black light aesthetic of that scene. Yes. It just, I just like black light mm-hmm. in general. I mean, like, I still have one hanging in my bedroom. I just don't ever use it. I don't even know if it still works anymore, so I gotta figure that out. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, yes. Uh, and then we have, um, Sally's song. Because I think Sally's song is after. Yes. Oogie Boogie one. Which, love Amy Lee's from Evanescence version of that song. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Her voice is just angelic and wonderful. And, mm, yes. As per usual. As per usual. 
Um, and also I wrote on here, I'm like, poor Sally. All mm -hmm. she wants is just Jack to love her back. And I always make a joke to Brian being like, I understand how Sally feels. <laughs> but then they're all about to take off. And Sally finds a fog or jar full of fog juice. Yes. Fog and juice. And pours it into the the pond thing that Jack went into in the beginning to become himself. Yes. And then... What are the names of those things again? What? Those, like, centerpieces with the water and... The, uh, that was uh, a fountain. A well. Fountain. Yeah. Like it, a well? Is it? No, because it has a fountain thing on it. Yeah, it's one of those... Yeah, I know what you're thinking of. Because it's like the green color mm -hmm. of that fountain. Like a cauldron well? Something like that. I know I did see a t TikTok recently where someone actually had, like, the green liquid pouring into, like, the whole scene from Nightmare Before Christmas um, on the outside of the house for Christmas. And they actually had, like, the green water flowing down into, like, the well look. Nice. And it was so cool looking. Oh, you I love it. You sent me that video, right? I think I did. I feel sure. like I did. If not, I'll find it. And I'll show you later. Uh, but, uh, yes, because Sally wants to try to save the whole situation and not have Jack go. Because of the premonition. Must listen to the premonition. Have you not watched Final Destination? Oh, God, don't remind me. <laughs> <clears throat> but, uh, but then we find out Zero has a very shiny nose. He's Rudolph. The Zero Nose Reindeer, yes. I love his little pumpkin on his nose. It's so cute. Mm -hmm. I love it. So I don't think, like, originally it was going to be a pumpkin. I'm glad they, they, did, they yeah. switched it. Because mm. it looks so much better for the whole aesthetic. Yeah. But yeah, we have a little red-nosed reindeer situation of him lighting the way for Jack to go into Christmas Town, And Sa Sally's probably sitting there like, God damn it. Like, nothing wait, I do is working. Would it be Christmas Town or the real world? Real world first. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Because then they take off and Sally gets her last attempt. Jack, wait, No. Mm -hmm. And Jack just keeps going. And Jack keeps on going. And then we get into the cutscenes where we're going into the real world. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Jack hits his first Christmas decoration off the roof and wakes the first child. Yes. And then, of course, because he's putting all the presents in and the kids just look at him like, Santa Claus? But he's kind of looking at him like... Is that you, homie? Like, you're you're skinnier than you used to be. I'm so confused. You're not as jolly. <laughs> And then Jack gives him that box, and, like, he goes away, and the parents come downstairs. They're like, oh, like, did Santa leave a presents for you? And it's just, like, a head. What's in shrunken the box? A shrunken head. What's in the box? And the literally. Parents, <laughs> literally a head. And the parents are just like, ah! A shrunken faint. head. Yes. Oh, and they head. just faint. Oh, my God. And then you see, like, you know, him putting all the presents there, and it's all, like, you know, the typical, like, Halloween Town monster then you get the cutscene to the police station for the first time. Oh, you're the second call this 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 evening. Yeah, the cop is just like trying to like be like, what what is going on? And then it progresses, and then you get to the back to him planting all the toys <clears throat> in these houses. The snake that was supposed to be a stocking, and it went around the tree. Yeah, basically start eating the tree a, at one a, point. A reef. <laughs> For a door that is alive. Yeah. <clears throat> you have that little, like, bat doll-looking thing. The, the vampire the teddy bear. Yes. And the duck. 
and the duck. Yep. I even actually wrote down on here, um, I was like, I would love the presents these kids are getting. Right. As a child and now. I would be like, this is cool. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Gra- uh, your, you know, mother-in-law. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Yeah. For her to get those. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, but even, um, I also pointed out here, and I think that, I'm pretty sure I saw that they did this on purpose. They purposely uh, don't show the adults' faces. Kind of yeah. like Charlie Brown. Exactly. Exactly. They should have actually had that in the movie. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think that that would also take away the fear of like, what is going on? <laughs> but then um, the word gets out that there is a imposter Santa. Yes. Which uh, this is the one thing that I actually didn't really piece together until now. So Christmas Town is all about like you know Christmas, which is jolly and presents and gifts and happiness and love thy neighbor, blah 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 blah, blah. and yet there's a military base in Christmas Town. That's not Christmas Town. That's not Christmas Town. I'm pretty sure it's Christmas Town. No, no. That's, a, that's the, the, the <laughs> quote unquote real world, real world, real world, world military base. Do they ever point that out? No. no. Right, so then, are we sure that this is the real world? Yes. Then why would they like be it's... delivering Christmas gifts to Christmas Town? Because they're going to Christmas Town. Because for... they go into the real world to scare people. Yeah, they're not going to Christmas Town. I'm so confused. All right, so this entire time, I in my whole life, I thought that we were in Christmas Town the entire time. I'm sorry, I'm ignorant. We all make mistakes. That's what Hannah Montana always told me. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone gets that way. Although everybody knows what what I'm talking about. Everybody gets that way. Sorry, <laughs> I do. I mean, it'd be kind of cool that Santa had a whole artillery blasting from wherever, you know, in the North Pole. To... It's Santa with the Tommy tank from uh, <laughs> the Santa Claus. Exactly. Oh, my God. I love that part. Uh, all right. So looking past my dumbness that everybody has my permission to laugh at me. I don't care. I can take it. I can roast me all you want. Bring it on. Huh. But, uh, yes. So... And then Brian also pointed out how, like, we're also going back and forth between Jack handing out presents and also, um... Sally's attempt to rescue Santa? Yes. Well, she's 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 watching him through the cauldron because that's how they're keeping an eye on him and he's going... It's Nothing like crazy. Baba's crystal ball from Dragon Ball. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. And then... <laughs> that's great. Yes. That's then, great. It's like, wait a minute. No, I don't know that. And then she says the lines, where are they keeping that Santa Claus? And, and no, no Yeah, no one responds. No one even pays attention. They're like so focused on like, this is all great, when really it's not. And Sally is the smart one being like, okay, no, I guess I'll just go take care of this myself. And, you know, she does the whole like when Oogie Boogie's with Santa, she tricks him with her leg. Her mm-hmm. nice sexy leg that she just sticks in there and, and he's being all creepy. And then you get the military animation. Uh, we... Yes, sorry, this back and forth. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of back and forth scenes anyway to begin with. So yes. It makes sense. And then you get the, you know, the and I don't know why I'm saying all of this, but okay. <laughs> then you because get the, again, mm-hmm. you're the one that wants to jump from scene to scene where Danny and I, we kind of just Well, I'm group. jumping more so scene to scene in line of the beginning to the end. Anyway, go on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so military, not in Christmas town, <laughs> on, in the real world. 
they spot Jack, and then they shine their bright lights at him about attempting to take down the fake Santa. Yes. And so, I believe they, they shoot. They they shoot him, and at first they think like, "Oh, they're celebrating. They're showing off fireworks. They and love then, us." So they mm-hmm. go up into the clouds. Yeah, and then he realizes like they're shooting at us, and then they're trying to zero. escape. Zero. Yeah. yeah, basically like calling to zero, like go, and then they end up shooting him down. Um, and he falls into like the gravesite area. Mm. Um, and then uh, I love the be- imagery. Of Jack on that angel. That's what I was thinking. I wrote that down. I just, oh, I love that. I know. Where it's kind of like he's fallen from grace. Mm-hmm. Kind of a the mindset. tattered robes and everything. Yes, I love it. And even when they show, like, the toys on the ground, basically, like, burnt and destroyed, like, in the gravesite, basically. Okay, this might be a little bit too deep, but this is where my mind went to. Where, basically, it was kind of, like, uh, destroyed innocence. Mm-hmm. Like, your childhood and innocence being, like, destroyed. And I was like, oh, I, I would not be surprised, though, if they didn't think of that. Yeah. Like that. Oh, beautiful. Well, I love that scene. And thinking to remember this, we actually hopped the scene, too, with the the leg, the arms, rescuing Santa. Oh, we said the that. Attempt. No. no, we didn't. Well, no, I said the leg. And then oh. you wanted to jump to oh, the... Oh, fair, uh... fair enough. <laughs> so I went ahead. So, <laughs> so we, were, we were right in the transition. I was just thinking that we weren't but that's me yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) anyway so fake leg uh, not fake leg her leg her leg that she detached to so she can go and save santa claus by having her own hands like kind of untying him while oogie boogie is distracted by her sexy leg yes and she he notices well yes because he kind of just pulls the leg right out and be like wait a minute you're trying to make a dupe out of me. <laughs> inhale. inhale. Kirby inhale. Yes. Oh, which I, I love that because, you know, Kirby, classic. Great mm-hmm. game growing up. And then. Because at this point he has like, uh, he does end up having Sally and Santa kind of um, tied yeah. and he's like rolling the dice and anytime he rolls a number, he's like cranking the crane a little bit more and the yep. wood block that they're on is like going more and more. Um, but I do want to say back to Jack, because again, these scenes is when it kind of jumps back and forth between multiple scenes. Um, Jack is in the gravesite, grave and like Danny and I said, those scenes were absolutely, like, definitely well thought out and beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. He sings his reprisal of, uh, Jack's Laminate, and, um, basically he's now realizing, like, well, first he's kind of all pity me, like, yeah. I'm, like, I, like, this sucks, I, this is Look what I wanted. I've done. Exactly. And then he realizes, like, wait a minute, like, now I have all these ideas for Halloween in the future, like, this is what I'm, this is what I know, this is what I do. Basically, don't culture appropriate people. Yeah. Don't just take other people's cultures that's not yours and you don't understand it. Unless you do your research. Yes, hardcore research research first. Research, and then you do everything respectfully. Exactly. So, um, yeah, but basically at this point, Jack's realizing just like, all right, I need to go back to Halloween town. I need to go back to what I know. And as he's going back, he realizes that, um, Sally and Santa are being held by Oogie Boogie, which is that's when we see him pulling that. Yes. Also to bring this back, 
That is not how you tie up a person properly. <laughs> he is not practicing safe, sane, and consensual. <laughs> Somehow in any movie we watch, this always turns back around Because to for this. some reason, the movies we watch, people are getting tied up wrong. <laughs> fair enough, Learn fair your enough. Knots. Go back to Boy Scouts. Oh my god. What are they doing in your Boy Scouts? <laughs> <laughs> Insert uh, it, it, that 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 usually works with the perfect knot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Just that right knot. Just the right. The right knot. <laughs> I, I gotta get this knot out. Nudge, <laughs> nudge, wink, wink. Oh my god! <laughs> the little boy scout goes up to like the 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 at, um whatever leader or something like that, and it's like let's say it's a, it's a woman, and he's like, hey. You gonna help me take this knot out? Mm. <laughs> Ew, I love it. Now we're gonna be seeing that. It's gonna be all our fault. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, and then Jack, um, basically you see, um, after, because, you know, the, the the cheating, by the way, I pointed this out earlier, how Oogie Boogie tosses the dice. Snake eyes! And he gets snake eyes! And he just slams down on the table and then forces the dice to move to the number 11 to try to get Sally and Santa into the vat of, like, lava. Which, cheater! Are you supposed to be the con man? I'm just saying cheater. <laughs> cheater, cheater, pumpkin. But it ends up not working out anyway, because then he realizes, hey, they're not falling into the lava. Let me pull back this board. And, oh, crap, there's Jack. Looking all sexy with like you know the one arm, the one arm Hello, under his buggy. under his head. I was like, mm-hmm. Ooh. I think that might have been when I started like when I was a kid seeing that. I think that that's what started me into like that emo phase yeah. of that scene specifically. Mm-hmm. So Brian, you can thank Jake Skel- Jack Skellington for when I started Jake having Jake Skellington. Okay, Joel Goldstein. I was just gonna say at least it's better than Joel Goldstein. Pamela Anderson. Uh, inside joke. Anyway, Balake. But yes, you can thank Jack Skellington for when Jaquilla. I started having a crush on you when I first met you. D-nice. Do we have a D-nice in the classroom? Hey, hey, Rob. I swear, if I get another... <laughs> Timothy. <laughs> Present. Oh, uh, I need to watch that, that scene yeah. again. You Key, will Key feel and Peel, my we love you. Wrath. <laughs> uh, but yes. And then we have the scene of... Jack versus, um, I, I like to call Oogie it. I, yes. I like to call it the Oogie Boogie games, realistically, because he's going through obstacles. Oogie Boogie Showdown. Them. Yeah. Yes, I like that. The Boogie Showdown. The Boogie Showdown. Basically, you know, bobbing and weaving through na- uh, spinning swords, mm-hmm. and then they drop down with a button, and then all of a sudden, guy, three skull, gigantic skeletons with guns are starting to come out. And he's just, you know. It's one giant casino game. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Although my question is, again, if I'm clearly wrong, like I was with Christmas Town, the whole fiasco. um, So Jack had pointed out earlier that he's dead. And clearly he did not die when he got blown up. Mm Mm-hmm. So Oogie Boogie going, I thought you were dead. And then he basically was trying to kill him. How is Jack actually supposed to die if he's already dead? That's true. Like, the man can take off his own head. I don't really see that working very well. Mm -hmm. And also, going back a little bit, the mayor was going around saying that Jack was blown to smithereens. Yeah, like, Jack was blown to smithereens. But again, how? Because he's already dead. 
He's a skeleton. It could have still been disintegrated. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I guess. To be fair, he was also in the real world. You never know what happened in Compared I guess. to the physics. magical, to the real, real. I'm still, just, I'm just saying plot hole. I mean, also falling, you know, thousands of feet in the air. He's a variant. Yeah. He's a variant. That explains it all. Got him, Loki. He's a Loki variant. <laughs> a Loki variant. <laughs> Loki. Oh. Oh. <laughs> down to get Loki. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then basically, you know, uh, Jack and Boogie are fighting, and then uh, Jack notices Boogie's string when he's trying to, like, get away, and he's just like, what What was the line that he said about his friends? The exact line? I don't remember. Off the top of my head. Do, do you remember, Brian? I'm drawing a blank. I don't know why. Well, um, basically, he yelled at Oogie Boogie for trying to hurt that, his friends. Well, how dare you treat my friends so shamefully that, there, that's we what it is. there we go we got it we would get there eventually you and we just did. had to say those two two phrases i'm like oh yeah that yeah i know that one <laughs> and he pulls the string and the everything is just taken off and it's just a bunch of bugs so not only does he pull the string but he puts bugs. it into that spinning yes device underneath of him yes. well because he was trying to uh escape with a Crane spinning up thing he was riding I'm on. I'm pretty sure there was supposed to be a propeller on top of that, right? That was just... It was on the bottom. That's right. how he got caught. Yes. And then spun and ripped off his atti- retire. <laughs> his retired. He's retired. He's retired and became millions of bugs. My bugs. My, My bugs. My bugs. My bugs. My bugs. My bugs. My bugs. And then Santa just squishes the last bug that's trying to walk away. Just gross. Makes that and crunching sound. That's the best sound, though. Yeah, Santa makes so a very good clause about, you know, listen to your woman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, even though they're not, not your woman she's yet. She's not wrong. She, not she's wrong. not wrong. She's the only one that makes any sense in this insane asylum. And then he's like, can you fix Christmas? Fix Christmas. I'm Santa Claus. And Fetch I noticed, not noticed, I noted that I... <sighs> Santa Claus's mouth in this movie just upsets me. <laughs> like, it, on a spiritual level. It's so dis... Like, it, it's, combobulated? It's just weird. I mean... That's fair. To be fair, like, I mean, realistically, how... It didn't never bother me. I thought it was interesting. But mm-hmm. Sally's got... A bigger mouth than she actually has because of the tears in it. Yeah, I like the Joker look that you said earlier. But so does Jack. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because they're simply meant to be, which we'll get to that at some point. Soon. Very soon. Very, very, very soon. soon. I do want to point out that there was uh, an extended an extended ending uh, that was placed like many years later, uh, where Santa returns to Halloween Town and he basically finds like Jack with like four or five skeleton children. Yes. And apparently was never, like, confirmed or denied that he was with Sally still, but I say he's with Sally still. Because anyone who says otherwise is lying. Well, they were simply meant to be. Exactly. Yeah. And then we go back to real world, not Christmas Town. Not Christmas Town. And we see that Santa is fixing the mess that Jack made. Yes, he's switching out all of the toys. Then what, what is he doing with the toys? 
No, the the creepy ones. They're Give going to the island of misfit toys. Oh god, that's actually a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a that. really good idea. I like this plan. Oh god, it's make like, that movie. Okay, that's it. Have it starring the little the 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 vampire teddy bear. Yes, I like this plan. We're doing it, Tim Burton. We're giving you a call tomorrow. <laughs> I, I wish I could remember the lyrics to the island of misfit. It was in the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I don't even remember. It's been so long since I've seen the movie. And then um, we go back and everyone finds Jack in the cellar of Oogie Boogie's lair. Yeah, they cock block him. Yeah, pretty much. They cock block him. Then he realizes that Sally's been there the whole time and he has not Yeah, Because at that moment he's just like, oh, Sally, I never knew. And then that's when Lockshock Barrel and the the mayor... Look, we found him. We We knew where they were. (laughs) She's like, thank you. You're ruining the moment. (laughs) Like, go on. It's like um, Deadpool with Colossus. Oh, yes. You're still here? Go be a really big, shiny brother to someone. (laughs) So they, exactly. So they go back to Halloween Town. Everything's better. And then it starts snowing. Well, because you see Santa flying across the sky. No, it and starts snowing first. No, it doesn't. It's Santa Claus flying across the sky. Then it starts snowing. Because that's his thank you for. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Not letting him die. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but. Everyone's like, "What is this?" And they kind of have their own little what's this? version yeah, of what's, what's this? this. But then you know, Santa says. Happy Halloween! Jack's like, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas! I like that. And it was like, everyone's starting to realize what actually Jack went through. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so they're skating. And by the way, they left this out because I said this in the beginning. The he- the puck that the vampires were using was or was supposed to be Tim Burton's head. But mm. it was too inappropriate. They basically decided against it because it was just too graphic. Like right. it went so too far compared to what they already had. Instead. Yeah. They basically pretty much they used Jack's pumpkin head, I guess, in a way. That I guess. Yeah. But uh and then, and then Jack sees the scene with Dr. Finkelstein and his oh, yeah. new and acquired woman. Yes, that's not Sally. That's not Sally. And then he's fine. like, Oh well, Careful, my jewel. <laughs> and then He's like, oh, where's Sally? And then he sees her in the distance going the to the curvy hill. Mm-hmm. With the moon in the background. Yep. And Which, then she's... That. Mm-hmm. Again, and the light of the moon just... You can tell it's shining perfectly. and framing. Oh my God, so well done. And then the moment alone they finally get together, they finally get to express the feelings that they have. Yes. They sim- done did the smoochins. <laughs> They're simply they meant to be... They done did done did. And they hug and they Dang. kiss and it's all cute and stuff. And again, just seriously, that's the icon. That's like one of the most iconic scenes in that movie of just yeah. Jack and Sally embracing each other with the moon in the background, with the curvy hill and the like. You can see like the sparkles in the snow where like the lights just hitting it. Ugh. And probably you know the biggest couple, iconic, emo kid. Yes. You know, we're simply meant to be. Yep. But exactly, girls with black hair get tattoos of me. Mm. <laughs> Family guy. <laughs> but and then we get the end. 
The end. The end. A very short movie. And then a very yeah. slow, and then, you know, a willowing, wisping away Zero going up into the sky. I love Zero. He's so mm-hmm. cute. It's amazing how, like, cartoon animals are just so adorable. I don't know how they do it. Yes. At least no animals were harmed in the making of this movie. Yes. But, uh, I, I do love this movie. It's one of those movies that I, you know, the whole fight between is it a Halloween movie, is it a Christmas movie... I say it's both, and I also just watch it whenever I feel like it during the year. But, the, the was it Tim Burton or the director that said both. it's a Halloween movie? Both. Um, specifically, Tim Burton said that it's a Halloween I, movie. I, but I, he he's wrong. I don't care what he says. Well, I'm just saying, I, I get what they're saying because it's Halloween taking over Christmas and not Christmas taking over Halloween. It is mm. a Halloween Christmas movie. Because, I, I, hey, let's do that. Let's <laughs> just swap it. Hey, Santa. You want to scare some people today? I'm down for I mean, having... technically, we do have that. It's called Krampus. I'm down for yeah. having Halloween all year round. That is why, just a couple weeks ago, I was having a little horror movie Christmas... Horror Christmas movie marathon, and it was great. How do you say it, Liz? Krampus? Krampus? Krampus. <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> I will not let it go like Elsa. We will not get into this... Uh, Anyway, but it's been like forever. No, but can't hold me back anymore. (laughs) Let go, let go. Maybe that should be the intro song to this whole thing. Let it go. I'm getting you a record deal, Danny. Uh, uh, Yeah, just cover songs just in that voice. Oh, absolutely. You know where I got that voice from? What? So okay, you won't be familiar, but Brian might be. Um, Team Four Star, Dragon Ball Z abridged. Yes. Krillin. Oh, boy. Yes. Sansubi! <laughs> I mean, <sighs> the poor Krillin that dies every mm-hmm. time. Well, he has a pwn cow. He is the strongest man in the world there, though. He is. He is. Hmm. Okay. Whatever you guys say. They're all aliens except for Krillin. <laughs> and okay. Yamcha. Sure. Anime, anime, Japan, anime, 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 anime. Yeah! <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. That's and, just and, what flows through this, my head, and, and I'm just like, yeah, sure, whatever. And this is where me and Danny get our click from. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. uh, so, uh, do we want... I do have a decent amount of facts that I want to try to, like, blow do through. It. But do yes. we want to do facts, then ratings? Yes. Okay. Just do it. Okay, so well, I'll try to... It doesn't make sense to do the ratings before, though. That's true. Good point. Um, but let me just make sure... Uh, oh, yeah, um... Danny Elfman had actually written the songs before getting the full script. Mm-hmm. And they also actually started recording before finishing the script. And uh, Danny Elfman even had said that uh, writing the 10 songs was like the easiest work that he's done so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he really relates to Jack Skellington. Um, and then we also had Chris Sarandon who did the speaking voice of Jack. Um, he was chosen because he was the one who had matched Danny Elfman singing the most. Which... Mm-hmm. Well done, because I do like that actor <laughs> pretty much in anything that he does, personally. Um, another thing that I did was, like, two items were made to help with the filming. There was a light alarm that would warn the animators if any of the stage light had failed to come on. Um, and then the other was a system that helped the puppeteer to seamlessly switch to a replacement puppet if one broke during the shot. Hmm. Yeah, like, so they made it so, like, they can actually easily just go in, change it out, and then come back back out. Uh, what else? Um, Jack Skeleton is the first and so far only character in Disney history to be completely colorist, color, colorless. Colorist. 
despite coming from a technical film. Um, This was also the first of Disney's animated film to be scored by Danny Elfman, Mm. which started the whole beautifulness. Um, At the peak of production, 20 individual stages were simultaneously being used for filming. Oh, oh, I like this one. Uh, because, um, uh, the scene when Lock, Shock, and Barrel are all taking off their masks when they're yes. saying, like, Lock, Shock, Barrel. Um, it was based on the episode of The Twilight Zone called The Mast that apparently had a huge uh, impact on Tim Burton when he was a kid. Hmm. And I don't know if you remember that episode. Vaguely. Oh, it's a good one. I gotta go back. Yeah, uh, I, I do want to go back and rewatch. I still like the pig face episode. Yeah, that one is a She's good one. ugly. She's just a normal woman you guys are all pig faces i don't know what you're talking well about. no in their world yes i know yeah I know. it's the opposite I, I know beauty is in the eye of the beholder beer holder yes beholder beer holder beer holder <laughs> i hate you both <laughs> oh my god um numbered also originally, originally tim burton wanted this to be a tv special kind of like rudolph the red-nosed reindeer and santa mm-hmm. claus comes to town uh but basically he was turned down so he wanted to publish as a book like a novel he was turned down. And then only when he finally pitched it as a movie, he finally got, like, people to nip at it. So it pretty much, like, yeah. all right, well, I guess we're doing it this way. I guess. What else? Oh, yeah, and it was uh, Henry Selleck's idea of the white shirt um, for Jack because originally he was going to be all black. And uh, pretty much when it was going to be all black... Um, it blended too much into the dark backdrops of the town. So uh, yeah. Henry Selleck was the one who swooped in and saying, like, hey, let's add white over here. And also the little spider buttons mm-hmm. down the set. Uh, oh, also, they took this idea from Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. They also provided, like, secret passageways for um, yes. everybody. Yeah, for, like, special trap doors so that everybody can... Get out of the frame. Well, we'll basically, like, go in and, like, move things around. Oh, okay. Um, fix things if need be. Mm. Um, and it was, uh, cause 19 sound stages worth of 230 model sets. And they would basically like reach in like from under the trap door to move the puppets around. I'm like, mm. see, Muppet Christmas Carol helps out with stuff. I love that movie so much. It's so good. But we already talked about that one. Yes. <laughs> I love this movie so much. It, it's so good. Uh, as many as 60 individual characters with three or four duplicates each were used. Yeah. I didn't even realize this when I wrote this down when I was saying uh, the <clears throat> budget. Because the budget was like $18 million. The opening weekend worldwide, it made $191,232. I didn't realize that it made that little. Hmm. No, it, and then... At, I know, like, as it time went on, it made more and more and more. Million. Yeah, like, it made $80 million as time went on. But I didn't realize, like, at first it was that low. Well, I mean, to be fair, Disney was popular, but it wasn't a big thing. Really. Well, I think this movie specifically, because Disney's been popular for years, but... Well, I'm, I'm sorry, I meant for this film. For, like, this version of it. Yeah. Like, a lot of adults didn't, like, like... You know, you get your full religious families that don't watch it because Halloween is, you know, bad. <laughs> and then 
it, it just generates between people. Yeah. Uh, and then it had seven wins and 17 nominations. I'm not going to put write down all the stuff, or say all the stuff, because it was a lot. It got, it got a visual award as well. Yes. Visual effects. Yes. Uh, but I think that was pretty much it that I had, that I kind of just blew through there. And I don't mm. know if you mentioned this part, and that's why I was trying to mem- mumble it to you, but did you mention the fact that they sang, the, made the songs before they wrote Yes. Okay. Yes, I, Danny Elfman made the songs before the uh, script right. was finished. I, mm. I, I it was the easiest thing that he's done. I don't know if he said that in the beginning or in the middle. I said that as I was saying the facts. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Oopsie. All right. But I think that's it. Yeah. So if we want to give our no, own ratings this out of will never five, end. Out of five, Brian. I give it five lanterns. Five lanterns? Jacko. Danny. Yes. Uh, I will give... Uh, uh, I thought there was more. Wait. Do, do you, uh, no, I'm giving line. this... Oh, movie. okay. Wait, wait, wait. No, do Brian I, has this recent... There's a why after this, right? I'm sorry, okay. yes. Okay. Well, okay. I just it's a rain. Rain. <laughs> It is very late at night, people. Yes. Brian, go. I mean, okay. We all had work. So... Right? Yes. Yes. Um, I give it a five out of five because of the nostalgia. You can never go wrong with how much work and love they put into this movie. And, like, you can kind of grasp, you know, I mean, it kind of reminds you of, you know, well, for me, it reminds me of me watching this younger and being like, oh, I remember how much I love this movie every time I watch it. And Claymation, I was spot on, you know what I mean? Like, Sure, there's probably some detail hiccups, but also, we don't have the technology we did back then, mm. until now. So to rate it for a movie now to then, I still have to keep it at a 5 out of 5, because it was still amazing when I first saw it, and it's still amazing when I see it now. Well, I think all of it still holds up to this day, even yeah. with the new technology that we have. But you, it's not very common to see people doing claymation anymore, because not everyone has that time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Liz, you were next. No, no Danny. Oh, oh. Yes. Okay, so my... <laughs> yeah. As you're, like, falling asleep over here. Yes. Um, four and a half. Four and a half? Four and a half uh, jack-o'-lanterns out of five. five. Oh, you took my lanterns. Did you say jack-o'-lanterns? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> four out of five uh, Oogie's Bugs. Oogie's Bugs. I like that one. Yeah, so four... Wait... Yeah, 4.5. Okay. Yes. Why? Why? Because I love this Tell movie. Me I love why. the soundtrack. I love the, the, the aesthetics of it. I love the, the visual direction. Um, animation. It's just Plus, I love claymation so much. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a dying art form. And we need to preserve it. Which is why oh, yeah. I will say, watch Kubo and the Nine Strings? Seven Strings. Kubo. Just, just watch Kubo. Because that movie is so good and it's so well done with uh, Claymation. Let's, please, let's keep this uh, art film alive. Let's bring it in. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and now I go back to sleep. <laughs> now we get the snoring. Hmm? I don't snore. I don't snore. I can actually say I don't really snore. Uh, 
Um, I think I will give, uh, I think I'll just, I'll do five out of five skeletons. Um, I agree with Spooky, Brian. scary skeletons. Spooky, scary skeletons. Uh, basically, like Brian said, the nostalgia of everything and all, everything holding up all of these years later, even with the technology we have today, like it's still held up on like um, Nancy's mom being pulled and, into the bed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in a nightmare and, on Elm Street. I was say, and it's still being bought. Sorry, go ahead. I love how it's my turn to get yes, the I know. <laughs> Um, anyway, and it's like he said, it's still making money this day. Not that that matters, but the claymation itself, it is a dying art form that takes so much time and so much persistence and love and care into it. And just the tiny details that this, that they really thought of in this movie to make sure everything tied together perfectly. And you can tell that everybody just basically pulled together to work as hard as they could to make this movie great and still stand up to this day. But yeah, I think that's everything. Yes. I have nothing else to say. Okay, cool. Um, I will say that the next episode will be the beginning of January. Um, and we had a request from my coworker, Eva, for the movie. Yes, we're going a little bit back to horror movies. She requested Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The original. The original, not the remake. The original. We don't talk about the remake. Um, so I'm excited to do that one because I do love that mm. movie. And also, I think it's next year that we're getting... The Netflix Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. So, might as well do it next year. Yeah. Let's hide behind the chainsaw. Also, a lot of people don't realize that in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, chainsaw is actually two words. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's very true. I, I make that mistake all the time when I'm typing it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm excited to do that one. Because, um, again, remember, we do take requests. So, if anybody has any requests out there that they want to send me, we're all for it. We're pretty much good with anything. The only thing I request is please don't request Twilight. It's the only thing I ask. I can't do it, Danny. Twilight? <laughs> yeah, me neither. I will fall asleep. No <laughs> sparkly vampires. Ex- ex- no twerking vampires. No, That's actually, it. I'll take the twerking vampires yes, as yes, long please. as Danny draws it specifically. <laughs> no twit twat twerking. Yes. But, uh... Everybody who celebrates Christmas, have a Merry Christmas this week. This episode will be released on Christmas Eve... Um, happy Hanukkah to everybody who celebrates Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy holidays to everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. (laughs) Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. I like Merry Chrysler because I feel like that's the mood. Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. That's just my mood in general. uh, Merry Chrysler. And also, thank you for Brian for joining us in on this very interesting episode. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. We rambled a lot. I, I, I napped for like a, a good, like, I don't know, 10 minutes of the, the entire recording. But it's fine. It's, <laughs> it's fine. Fully We're all together, fine. yeah. It's all fine. We're, it's all fine and dandy. Yeah. <sighs> but uh, again, thank you guys for listening. And again, have a Merry Christmas. And um, try not to get blown out of the sky trying to give creepy presents to children. And this is? Lizard. And, and this Panda. is? Panda. And this is Brian. <laughs> all right. And they take on cinema. Yes, we do. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, I know, right? That is nice, yeah, actually. That might yeah. be our new closing thing. Good job, Brian. Yay! Pat's on back. Pat's, Pat's on, back. on back. Well, Brian's back, specifically. <laughs> I can't <All> reach. <laughs> and everybody have a great night, day, weekend, whatever you're listening to this episode. And see you next year. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Happy oh. New Beer. Oh, Happy man. New Beer. The typical, the typical end of the year joke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, what is it? Next year. 
No. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.